0: Cybersecurity podcast.
1: Hey, thanks for listening to Hackwork. And today we do another live episode and a live show. And it's a pleasure to do this together with my super evil co host, Tyler Cohen Wood, today from Memphis. Memphis. <laughs> It's, it's great States. to
0: be here. I'm, I'm really excited about this show. It's going to be really good. Yes, and we want to talk about the metaverse yes.
1: and the bus in behind the metaverse. And we have two excellent guests. It's Cyril from London, United Kingdom. Hi. Hi, everybody. And Kevin, beautiful as always, from <laughs> France. Hi. the south of france is beautiful
2: that is very correct good, <laughs> uh, good afternoon or good evening good night whenever you're watching this so, at <laughs> metaverse
1: cool topic yeah, it is and i think <clears throat> the term metaverse is a term if i look in social media and what's going on in all the releases to me it looks like a term full of misunderstanding so first of all any one of you Can you explain what is the definition of metaverse like Facebook or Mark Zuckerberg has published it last and announced it last year?
2: If I may, I I suppose if you ask 50 people, including Mark Zuckerberg, to give you the definition of the metaverse, you probably get 55 answers. Um, Now, I suppose in fairness, you have to hand it to Facebook and Meta that they've kind of put a stake in the ground with kind of saying what they see it being and that is a virtual world where you can play work socialize and it's got a bunch of attributes right so and this is my words think if you've seen the movie ready player one that kind of a world um and then if you go ask everybody else they'll have kind of similar definitions but they might be different if you're in an industrial type of use case or is it a social thing or is it our next generation of digital collaboration and, and everything in between? And I personally don't know what the answer will be, but um, I am quite bullish about where we're headed, but it's, it's kind of a perfect storm of a lot of different technologies. But like, the reality is, is that we're so far away from some of these visions today, but we're, we're doing bits, step by step. Okay.
0: That's a great definition. And you're right. I think everyone has kind of their own definition, their own interpretation, and their own, you know, potential use cases for it. So I think it's good good to point that out. I have quite a few of those, but we'll talk about those later.
1: Yes, I see. Everybody is mixing everything into the metaverse. It's like NFTs. We need NFTs in the metaverse.
0: We don't need NFTs
1: at Uh all. In addition to what Kevin said,
3: I think there is a, a, a keyword that is often uh, uh, associated with the metaverse is immersive. It's an immersive experience. So I say it's not only visual but also um, with or, 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 or sense, basically with uh, 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 kinetic <laughs> kinetic sense. Um, so the sound, so except the taste, I think we have more or less all the senses. Uh, who are uh, ex- excited in a sense in the metaverse, uh, while uh, so 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 that's slightly more that's one more at least uh, than just on a, a regular two uh, D uh, virt- uh, virtual world.
1: Okay, so if you agree, let's say the common sense is like from what Mark Zuckerberg has presented that this is a we are experience at the beginning.
2: Facebook are certainly. F- seem to be focused on it is a vr world Mm -hmm. many more are saying it's more what we now call mixed reality so it's i'm in the real world but i'm getting a let's say a digital overlay through various technologies so that i'm still in they call it the metaverse or a piece of it but it's kind of merging both the real world and some sort of a digital overlay but, okay. and again, there's, there's a debate going on. No, no, the metaverse has to be VR. and Oh no, it has to be a bit of this. And personally, I, I don't really care.
1: So the people out there, can I tell you a secret? Yes. A super early adopter. I wrote my diploma thesis on a virtual reality multi-user world. And this was in 1998. And I oh was my thinking, gosh. I was using VRML. If you remember, this was a web standard for 3D, exactly. And it was building a multi-user world.
0: Did you invent the metaverse? Uh,
1: Obviously not, because the company who was inventing it was uh, Silicon Graphics. If you remember, some people maybe remember this company. It's super expensive 3D computers. And they bought a company which was called Cosmoplayer. Was a Silicon Valley company and they had the first plugin for the Netscape Navigator browser where you can use 3D worlds and you can work in 3D worlds. This was 1998.
2: That, that was before Linden Labs and stuff as well. Though.
1: Exactly. This was before Linden Labs. And now, and this is before social stories, media, obviously. <laughs> exactly. Before we come in into stories about we are visions in the web, um, to the people out there, this is nothing new. It was, I think, 1998, first people were thinking about it. There was a company, it was called Plexon. You can Google it, Plexon. Heavily funded and went heavily uh, into chapter <laughs> protection, <laughs> into bankruptcy, like the startups are doing, early, early startups. Then we had Linden Labs, who remember that, Second oh, Life. Yeah. It's still going. It's still going, yeah, but it was wow. a super bus. And I remember that corporations were buying real estates.
2: I have an island in Second Life, and yes.
1: in the company
2: I was in at the time, we did meetings in Second Life and yeah, in great. the bar
1: and whatever. Then I think we had this all this super experience of multi-user gaming, three D heavy three yeah. D gamings, isn't it? In in between, super. I mean, I was playing <laughs> Left for Dead. Kevin is playing Fortnite. <laughs> I think like he's a camper.
2: I am a sniper for people who don't understand. Yes.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> a bloody sniper. And um, now we have the metaverse.
0: You know, so- I do. I see some use cases for it, but it's the way I I visualize it. I sort of view it as the holodeck in Star Trek: Next Generation. <clears throat> but there are definitely some 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 good use cases for it. Like one, cybersecurity. If you were able to have a, um, a simulated network of your real network in a closed metaverse. You would be able to, you would know what, you, what devices you have because you would have to audit it to actually put it into the metaverse. You would know the configurations and it would be a very good usage for staging. Um, you know, if you're putting in new productions or also just trying to throw a tax at it to see what gets in and what doesn't. So I think that's cool um healthcare definitely there's a lot of potential um especially for you know digital twins you know being able to map out the entire genome because then if someone is is sick or they're ill um, they don't necessarily have to go into the doctor Um, they can actually utilize this to test various medications or whatever needs to be done to have the best patient outcome and then the third is Um, Global education, so education would be, you know, you could have education where it's a collaborative sort of global endeavor where you have, you may have an instructor in Germany and you're in maybe Memphis, Tennessee for one class, you know, you may have someone in Japan. So I think there's a lot of usage for it and also um, collaborative exercise. Kind of like Peloton, because I know for me. I, um, I have the, the, I do the step counts and if my husband's doing it too, it becomes a competition and it makes me want to do more steps <laughs> Thoughts?:
3: I just want okay, so in your view, we are going to spend our life with a device on our face. You think that education we, we are going to spend we are going to learn languages, visit virtual places with we, we, well, with, well no, we'll we'll, we'll know get
0: impl- we'll we'll have like con virtual contacts or something that or implants ah. that you can take in and out. Yeah. Yeah. And neural neural net net ah. networks like a. So yes,
2: yeah, that's that's where I wanted to that's common. Go. <laughs> but but 10 20
0: I know. years away,
2: but that that is common.
0: I, I, I know <laughs> it's scary. So
3: that's where I want you to go because I think right now this is a massive limitation, is basically the need for for a device three four hundred dollars i don't think the, the, the price is really um the blocker uh and you mentioned some use cases such as a digital twin a medical uh, um, education so they already use this uh, uh device and but it's for limited time and it makes sense there is a specific purpose there is a why there's a good reason why because it's really an enhanced experience it's really a uh, an uh, immersive experience in this case, you know, when you are able to to map a factory and really live inside the digital twin uh, to uh, to verify that all the maintenance procedures can be pros- processed in a specific amount of time, etc. Uh, that makes sense. Um, now, um, are we going to w- w- among these use cases, really, w- w- what will be the the ones uh, that can be achieved uh, with a limited device, because I don't think the current right. device is fit for purpose, if I'm honest. I'm sick all the time. You know, I suffer from a motion sickness every time I, <laughs> I have one of these devices on this. And yes. basically, five minutes is the maximum amount of time I can have this on my face.
0: <laughs> well, it's- the contacts or work. the implant will change that. <laughs> Tran-
2: yeah. Transhumanism, right? It's, we're <laughs> yeah, heading
0: okay.
2: there. Okay, let's yeah, go. sorry, if I may. So, so, I, I, yeah, I spend too much time in VR in a world of my own. But I, I can spend about an hour. Okay. Um, and then my eyes get tired.
1: Yeah, but an hour as well. Super long.
2: It it, it it is right. Um, and you know whether it's Beat Saber for exercise or trying out whatever. But but if, but if I may, and and sir, like, I I'd come back to your point on. I suppose I spend my time looking at the tech, right? So you've got the VR headsets, and to be quite honest, Oculus that Facebook bought, they've done a brilliant job with the Quest too, right? It, it's not perfect by any stretch of the amount, but from where they came from, wireless, whatever, it's, it's it, it, no wires, whatever, incredible. HDV, HTC's Vive Pro is coming out, that's wireless for industrial um, so you've got the VR thing and the and the, the advances in the in the type of screen and the pixel per inch and whatever you know it's like the usual every two months there's a every week there's a new announcement. You've also got the whole thing, say Microsoft Hololens are doing the the holographic AR thing, or you have the likes of realware, Kyber, uh, others with kind of the the kind of the screen that pops up and you know in your line of sight and whatever. Um, so so I agree with you. None of these are perfect, but and I suppose if we look at the ready player one, it's all VR. But if you look at um, the minority report, you know, Tom Cruise picking all the stuff out of the air. And and, um, Tyler, to go on to your point, one of the things I I, I see as a use case, whatever industry, there's too much information. And and in the energy industry where I spend most of my time, there's a, a feature right now where you have these massive control rooms, grids, refineries, whatever. And they're now changing the colors because even though I'm sitting there for six hours looking at the screen, waiting for something to change, it, it's hard to distinguish between yellow and red in, in a massive kind of a big screen. So, so imagine being able to kind of immersively with some holographic something or yeah. other. Um, so, so to me, it's, it's, I think it's the next, one of the reasons for the metaverse is it's a way for us to actually be able to cope with interacting with our with our future future digital world
1: yeah. yes but what i what what i'm thinking about like from the history if i look at the history from we are worlds and i mean the vision of a metaverse aka cyberspace because it was first described by william gibson in his book um where the cyberspace had been i mean this is playing in the cyberspace which is a virtual environment uh which is by the way uh, ruled and designed by a super rich billionaire who is the king of the cyberspace. <laughs> history history repeating itself. Yeah. Uh, but of course this is the big vision. Then we had um Snow Crash. As nia a Stevenson. nia Stevenson. Uh even super interesting because this cyber world or this metaverse has a certain cybersecurity defect
0: oh it's huge that's the story
1: that's the story about i mean the people are in there and it's crashing it's the snow crash that's happening so um i mean we have the science fiction vision okay i think like self-fulfilling prophecy maybe tech people love the science fiction stuff and and we are ranked we have transhumanism to be honest yes uh maybe we would get a plug-in api brain to machine device i mean we know that companies are working on that. Okay. But the question is always, where's the window? Of, when is this window of opportunity? And for everybody who has tried devices, like you have the Oculus. Um, um, if you tried the HoloLens, by the way, the HoloLens hype is, I think it's over the hype, hype cycle, isn't it? I, I don't read. Oh
0: what microsoft, is the hololens the
1: microsoft the ar glasses okay. uh, we know the google glass hole story by the way which was like google was burning the the ar topic we know somehow rumors that apple is working on it but it seems to be technical more let's say challenging so they are not bringing a product yet on the market but let's see so of course so, the, the industry seems to work on it, but always if I put some devices on my head, it's always limited. Like the HoloLens was, to, you can wear it an hour or two hours, then the, the battery lifetime is over, simply. <laughs> yes. so,
2: so, so, in fairness to Microsoft, the HoloLens hasn't gone away. Uh, now, I, I am not working with Microsoft, not engaged with them, whatever, but I was on, I, I attended, they, they had a virtual HoloLens Summit for North America last week. Um, so they're quietly wow. going around their business. And and yeah, it's, it's not, again, it's like every other thing on the market today.
1: It's not perfect. Yeah. And um, it's more industrial, isn't it?
2: it? It's very much aimed at a uh, business industrial use cases. Yeah. Um, and again, my opinion, primarily, let's say indoors are in office warehouse type buildings. You're not going to be wearing this climbing up an oil rig in the North Sea, right? That, that ain't gonna happen. Yeah. Um now they're on version two, they're talking about new versions, um, but they've been quietly thing in a way. But but I suppose if I may come back, we, we kind of get, I think we sometimes get sucked into ooh, the cool gadget. And it's a VR yes. headset or an AR headset and whatever. Mm-hmm. And and if I may, I, I kind of come back to um Cyril, you mentioned about immersive, right? And the way I kind of look at it is that okay, so what's the metaverse? Well you're gonna have some world that you're going to be in. Now, whether you're fully in it with a VR world or it's the, the world you're in and it's a mixed reality kind of version, but you're in some sort of a world. You have a presence. You said immersive, right? And so it feels as if I can look around or I, I, I can interact. It's it's not just looking at a 2D screen. Um, there's persistence. If I leave the world and I come back four hours later, maybe things changed. Maybe because Mirko came in and was doing something in that world and, and it, it, it didn't pause. So there's persistence and that, that has all sorts of state and whatever things. There's an economy in there. I know whether it's in fts or tokens yeah. or whatever, but I can buy and sell things. And there's an experience. It's different. And, and I suppose the way I see it playing out right now is that whether or not you've got the glasses or the, the VR headset or the AR headset, a couple of things are happening in the background. And one of them is that we, we're now all using digital twins, medical, industrial, energy, you name it. I think the next generation of di- digital twins is what I call dynamic digital twins. They're going to take all the IoT information and instead of looking at a static digital twin that this is what we designed, or this is what it looks like now because we did a LIDAR scan last week. It's actually in real time, it's, it's a digital twin. Now, whether I'm looking at that on a 2D screen or I can put on a headset and kind of look around in a, in a 3D world, but, but that's happening anyway, because that's whether it's industry 5.0 or whatever we want to call it, that's happening. And the other thing is, is, I think we we do need better ways to collaborate online. Like two years ago, we wouldn't have been doing Zoom calls as much as the, or the general public as we were before. And that's been a revolution. But I think people want better ways to collaborate with a whiteboard or uh, be, be, be spatially audio so that rather than four boxes on the screen, you um, you're kind of in a virtual meeting room, and when Mirko talks, I hear the voice from over here, and I look at you, and then I look over there. So, so I, I think it's evolving in different ways, and and not everybody will have a VR headset to uh, serve to your point. Because the other thing is that if you wear glasses, a lot of these things are, they're hard to use, right? They're not built for people with glasses. Um, so it's a tiny fraction, but I, 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 I see a lot of things kind of this perfect storm kind of going on, and and I think a lot of the metaverse, most of us will be using it through a 2D monitor for the next couple of years, but the, the, yeah. the virtual world will be behind the covers. Anyway, uh, that's my-
1: But, but isn't that what we are doing now? The Zoom, we, we are distributed uh, over, the, over the globe and we meet on a virtual world, which is called Zoom. So isn't it the metaverse? No. It,
0: <laughs> well, no, no, it's, it's different. I mean, to, to Kevin's point, because I think it's a beautiful, it's a, such a good point is, is COVID has, exact, has, has really brought on innovation. And my question back to you is, cause I've been thinking about this a lot, say tomorrow there was no COVID anymore. It was all gone. Do you think the metaverse would still continue on or do you think that we would move on to different technologies? Because sometimes just because you can doesn't mean you should.
3: I think it's independent. I think it's not related. Um, I think okay. even without COVID, the metaverse will have uh, <clears throat> will have anyway progressed. I think the angle from the metaverse is really uh, gamers. I think it's really uh, the, the core yeah. base. You know, uh, this is where uh, uh, the, the first core audience we come. Uh, so. I, I, And at the same time, you have a a digital twin uh, extra that also sometimes require uh, uh, a virtual uh, reality experience. Uh, So so I think it would have happened even without COVID. Yeah.
1: I think it will (laughs) happen without COVID anyway, because let's say technical innovation is always driven by porn. Thank and you. gaming.
0: Yeah. And, and gaming, actually. You, you are correct, at least it was, but, um, but gaming definitely helps propel it as well.
3: This is this is a point that I wanted to to, to, to bring. So uh, <laughs> it's basically the, the adult industry and the gambling industry are really <laughs> two <laughs> industries. <laughs> <And drive. laughs> They're they, drive. Basically, uh, um they are usually the first industries to invest in new technologies when there is a benefit for it.
1: Yeah, no video streaming without the adult industry. Yeah. If you look worldwide, I mean, now Netflix, to be honest, and and they have jumped on it afterwards, but like the early adopters have, have been the adult industry.
2: The, the first industry to monetize the internet was the porn industry. It, it was. Ad, adult entertainment industry, whatever yeah. you want to call it. Um, I'm not going to go down the line of whatever VR and whatever, but it, I, I, I certainly... Again, my personal opinion. Without COVID, I think we were headed down the thing of better digital twins, dynamic digital twins. We need a better way to interact with all that data. So Mm. VR, AR was kind of happening. To your point, um, we talk about, okay, well, today, certainly in the industrial metaverse world, everybody's got their own digital twin platform. And it's kind of like the IoT platforms that was there 10 years ago. And, 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 The industry in my opinion will go through consolidation and whatever but you have the likes of microsoft with mesh you have nvidia omniverse you have fortnite with their Epic, or epic with the the their their engine under fortnite whatever and like you say well how do you get how do you get 100 people into a vr meeting room without it crashing well they can do that because they have 100 people playing in a game in real time all the time and actually when they do a concert they have a Millions, of, well, a couple of million of hundred people per room. There are twenty-eight million people watching a virtual con concert. Uh, so the scale. Of, so gaming is driving a lot. They they have the whole uh, economy. I buy stuff in Fortnite. We, we were buying stuff in in Second Life ten years, fifteen years ago. Um, so they're certainly driving that. But I but I, I think again the, in the industry I are working. COVID drove the remote collaboration aspect to a whole new level because I couldn't so. fly the guy or the girl to somewhere to fix something. So they had a guy with a smartphone showing them what they were looking at and a guy telling them over the phone to do this, do that, because they, they just couldn't. So the whole concept of remote collaboration is like, so we don't have to wait, even if COVID's gone in the morning, we don't have to wait three days for the person to come on a plane. So that's less downtime. And the CFO in that company is going, "Oh, what do you mean we don't have to send them to a nice hotel and a, pay- a plane ticket? We can buy them a headset and a nice piece right. of software, and it's cheaper." So, so I, so I think it's accelerated things, but it, it, I think it, it, it would have happened. There's too many. It's just like this perfect storm kind of thing. But we're so far away from this being mainstream yet, but we're getting there slowly but surely.
1: But what do you think? Like, I mean, Meta, Facebook, Meta has announced to. Build the metaverse, and now we've seen Microsoft has announced to acquire Blizzard. So, good move, yeah. So, hmm. are they acquiring not only a gaming company but as well the knowledge how to build stickiness, virtual, multi user experience?
2: Well, Blizzard built the Unreal Engine, right? Yeah. So that's one of their so Microsoft uh,
1: I mean Warcraft and, and all this super stickiness.
2: So 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 you know when people say what are the examples of metaverse and economy, Minecraft? Microsoft owned that. Yeah. They've just bought a company with the gaming and the engines underneath. So to be quite honest, if you can create world of Warcraft and the, the complexity and the interact, you know, real-time interactivity, how difficult is it to create a meeting room where when I when I leave Wave at you, you see it, and we can interact. And but it, you know, the the, the physics, the gaming engine underneath is is the tool, right? That's the platform. And your
1: so, bot is the evil orc.
2: Well, maybe I have a nicer. <laughs> I have a nicer. You know, th- that could be <laughs> tough in a business meeting, right? So I have a nicer avatar. But, but <laughs> just think about it, right? It, it's it's
0: it's infrastructure. Hmm. Yeah.
2: And a
3: that's, that's such a
0: good. That's such a good point. That's that's a really good point. I'm sorry, I keep going back to Murko's initial comment about the porn industry because now I'm like, in, I'm visualizing it because I have a very bit of an imagination. So thank you for that. Yeah. Well, let, let's, let's not get into full body <laughs> haptic suits and not.
2: things, right? That, that, that's a whole different world.
3: No, I was uh, <laughs> to, to prepare this, uh, this webinar so research and in, uh, in December, there was um, an issue in the metaverse is that a woman has been groped by someone Basically, uh, in the metaverse, so there is a kind of safe mode when you are in the metaverse, where basically you block any visual, hearing, um, remote contact with people. So uh, uh, sexual harassment also can also happen in the virtual world. So um, uh, that's also something to take into consideration from. how you are going to monitor this behavior, especially with, I would say, teenagers and young adults.
1: But we see that That already managed in the gaming industry because I mean- Mm. They're getting better. Yeah.
2: Um, And and I I can go into Fortnite and I can do certain emotes that have taken on a meaning. So I'm being disrespectful to someone. You get reported. But, you know, Mirka, you guys, you know me, um, human nature hasn't changed. We give them a new tool, a new environment, and some humans will be better than others. And others will find ways of hacking it or, or, or distracting. But, but a, a simple example, I, I've been off playing in Horizon workrooms. And and the ability to interact and get up and go to a whiteboard and draw on the whiteboard with someone else and whatever is, is very cool. It 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 takes you a while to learn, right? You're not going to figure out in five minutes, but you get the thing that your avatar is standing too close to me. Yeah. Because when I turn around, you're there. Right there. So, so the etiquette of how do you behave in a virtual meeting room? So if, right, if, if I'm a, not a nice guy in the real world, I can go up and kind of hassle someone in a meeting room because I'm standing too close to them. My avatar is... Now is that just me not knowing, or am I doing that on purpose? So, so there, that whole again, the human nature aspect of that, uh, that has to be gamed out. But it's ripe for cybersecurity issues, whatever. Humans are the humans, right? Some will do good, some will do really bad.
3: So we are going to have HR. uh, We are going to uh, share some policy, some uh, VR meeting etiquette.
2: I, I, I honestly believe there will be certain guidelines.
0: There, and, and there's going to have to be. I mean, both, Kevin, both your point and, and, and Cyril, your point. I mean, I had never even thought about that, that, you know, it could be, um, it could put, it, it could put children at risk. It could, um, you know, there could be sexual harassment and, there, and the etiquette thing. I had never even considered that. That is so, so brilliant. Both of you. Wow.
2: It, if I may, it's like when we all started doing Zoom and Teams and blah, blah, blah. There's kind of an etiquette now on how you behave on Zoom calls. And, and for people that never used video conferencing two years ago, they had to learn that. And do I turn off my microphone and don't cut across someone and raise my hand instead of shouting and whatever. Um, so so the whole VR world is, is is you know, you're writing on the whiteboard and I come up and scribble over it or something. <laughs> You know, it's like, well, if, you did, if I did that in the real world, that would that wouldn't be cool. Um, so I could do that in the virtual world and we're in a business meeting. And then what do people think, right? So I, again, I, I, I and, and now, uh, and if I may, there's Glue, Arthur, um, you know, what, sometimes people think that, oh, the only way I can do this is I have, to, no disrespect to Facebook, but I have to be, I have to have a Facebook account. I have to use fa- the Facebook apps. You don't. You can use other different platforms. There's different apps, Arthur, Glue, Engage, Immersed uh different different meeting tools um half the people can be in a most people can be on a 2d zoom call and they just see the the three of us doing whiteboarding with our avatars Um, so so there's a bunch of different applications out there but the etiquette thing i think is something we're just i was in a a room and someone said to me you're standing too close to me and i'm like duh wow okay
1: (laughs) maybe i remember like i mean in every game we have the super cheater I mean, people who find cheats—they're trading cheats. Uh, think about meeting room cheats. I don't know what it can be, but however, like I'm sure they'll we'll find them. Yes.
2: But I—I I, tell you one thing that—that that struck me. Okay, I'm in the VR, and you think spatial audio. Yeah. So when <laughs> someone on my left speaks, I, oh, and I look at you, and 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 it's it's a very different. It's a more real world dynamic. Now, granted, it's a cartoon character and whatever, but at the same time, it's a more real world thing than no disrespect, but looking at a square box with four heads. Right. Um, so, so I think there's legs in some of this stuff, but mm-hmm. it's going to take us years. And and back to Cyril's point, you're still wearing something, and that's tedious.
1: So we need to wait for the Neuralink brain to machine connect.
3: I think. Before that, there will be a technology uh, which is a holographic communication and it's um, it's going. So the last uh, uh, last information I have about it, it's for 2028 2030. So it's really it will be linked to basically the 6G deployment in terms of uh, capacity and bandwidth. And um, that's going to open a new world, really, because we. What
1: is the idea in behind, or the technical way? Uh,
3: basically, it will be your computer and your avatar, and it will You will visualize. <laughs> you will have hologram. You will be with okay. holograms, basically.
2: So, uh, so my camera feed, Mirko, is like I have. You know the way um, on the Xbox, you've got the whole VR and the detectors and the uh, Oculus and lots of others. So it detects you spatially. And, and as Cyril says, as, as I'm talking to you, it's mapping my it's basically just taking a, a live video stream, but digitalizing it into a hologram. And what you're seeing in the desk or standing in your room is a beamed projection of, of me. You can walk through me and whatever, but but it's it's a it's a holographic communication that could change the world completely. And maybe Absolutely. that's the metaverse, right?
0: You know, you got me thinking. So If there's a complex surgery being performed you could have a surgeon in another country that has done this standing there with the other surgeons working on the working on the patient
2: it it, it just adds to me I think it just adds another level of immersiveness Cyril as you mentioned it's it's not that I can touch and feel them or they're going to pick up a scalpel and start cutting someone but um But but I do think we we just we want more human ways and more spatial audio holograms. And now again, some of this people are listening to us will go great. We come back in ten years. Some of it will be ten years. But but as I say, just little things. The amount of people using heads up AR in industry now to break fix things because they can't fly someone somewhere. You know that it's starting right and and bit by bit and digital twins and now as to is it ripe for hackers you know we just increased the footprint more devices more software more platforms
1: it's perfect yes there are one things of course i mean hackers are always a threat i mean this will happen so we will get a snow crash for sure i mean um and the second thing which makes me a little bit worrying is about that i mean when i've started working with We are in the late nineties, it was open source. Now we are talking about platform economy. So Meta is a Facebook platform. So Facebook is doing is defining the rules uh, who can enter, Mm -hmm. uh, who can access it. uh, What is the, let's say the flow of economy in the platform. Uh, It's a single company who wants to establish the ecosystem there in the platform. This is a little bit, let's say, worrying me because I mean this is not an open an open ecosystem as the internet was built.
3: Yeah, yeah. and <laughs> uh, if, as usual, you know, Europe is behind. We we don't have any uh, uh, leadership again in this area, um, dominated by US players, uh, just like. I think we will have to pass again for the for this generation. Of there will be NCAA. a Chinese
1: metaverse, there will be an American, metaverse. yeah. But
2: we can come back and have a, a repeat of this in 10 or 15 years' time oh, to see where we will be. Um, <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I, I don't see one metaverse, that's my own personal thing. I don't and, either. And, and right now in, in the industrial world, I can put all my stuff into NVIDIA's omniverse, got nothing to do with Facebook. Um, I can take the likes of Siemens with their software platforms, ABB, Aviva, you know, pick a Schneider Electric, whatever. They all have digital twin virtual world type platforms. Um, I think then you take the NVIDIA underneath, you take Microsoft with Mesh and the companies they've bought, you take Epic, you take whatever you've, so suddenly you end up with the kind of the Google, the Amazon, the, the mm. Apple hosting platforms for, Building platforms, put my virtual world in, and I use different devices. And how I log in might be through Microsoft account. You know, a lot of people, some companies today won't use Zoom. Um, in the world I live in, if you tell someone you need a Facebook account to get into your digital twin of your oil refinery, you know, <laughs> that, that's going to be a short conversation. <laughs> um, so not to Facebook, but that's just what it is. Um, so I, I, I don't, I, I honestly don't think it's a fear that the metaverse will be owned by Microsoft. I tell you what is interesting, and again, this is my personal opinion. A lot of people in the industry world don't talk about the metaverse because it's too closely branded by Facebook, Meta. They did a good job, but I, I, I think that's. There's a lot of people talking about metaverse, but they won't use the word because they're going, "Oh, that's that's a that's not a good word."
0: We could just call it the M verse.
2: They're calling it the next the amount of people that have new versions of digital twins and they're calling it something else an omniverse and whatever I, I, I think we'll end up with word soup but
0: um, <laughs> we, we always I think, do I, I don't want to start this conversation because this I think we should have you guys come back to take on the second part of the topic how the heck do you secure this
2: <laughs> that's your problem not mine <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> i just i just
2: evangelize things hey <laughs> I god i have no idea
0: I, I yeah yeah that's it's 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 kind of mind-boggling because i'm assuming that the method of payment when you purchase things within the metaverse omniverse whatever verse you're you're using is 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 crypto is is cryptocurrency
1: yeah but there's an interesting story today i mean if you have read not today but if you have read like if meta is let's say the maker of the metaverse, and crypto will be in there it will be not facebook's former libra because it's gone it's gone (laughs) it's gone
0: that's so it's it's going to be something else
1: it will be something else Uh, but obviously it seems like that they are, let's say, good in building technologies, social technologies, but they have failed on convincing, let's say, the financial industry and the authorities that they are a good economic financial player, let's say it in that way, and if you Want to be super successful in terms not only a technology platform but as well as as an economical platform. You need both. You need the financial trust,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and you need the the trusted technology.
0: And that's such a good point. I mean, how does GDPR apply to this? How does HIPAA apply to this? Sorry, there's no California privacy, Virginia's new act, Wisconsin. I don't know what we have here in Memphis, but I'm sure there's something. And
3: Tyler, I'm going to scare you because the metaverse is going also the place where we are going to live with our dead. Uh, That's to say we are going, you are going to have companies who are going to create avatar of dead people using videos, information, whatever basically uh, information they can retrieve and uh, basically thanks to AI uh, recreate this person with specific tone of voice, uh, mimicking um, uh, uh, physical movements. And that's scary because, as you it mentioned, is. privacy, so z- the dead <laughs> <laughs> like it will know a lot about you by definition.
0: Interesting.
3: Uh, so how do you lock uh, this information into, I don't know how it's a dead avatar, I don't know how to call them, well, um, but okay. that's also going to, pose some some troubles
2: i was chatting with a couple of folks before yeah. christmas and they were on about the fact that is this a step towards immortality maybe i don't maybe i will god forbid i do die but maybe i don't want to be dead and i want to live on in the game um and and i do want to go chat with my avatar because the ai and that um lives on in and Mirko can come for a drink with me in some island somewhere
1: yeah, that's and, cool. It's the deep fake mercos drinking. Well, <laughs> yeah.
2: Th- can, can you imagine I'm still alive and my avatar turns up and starts saying something or doing something in some industry conference? And I'm like, I wasn't even there. And the simple, well, your avatar was there and it did all this. So deep, deep fake on steroids. Oh, yeah, look, it, human nature hasn't changed, right? Some people will find mm-hmm. ways of messing with this that we'll be like, oh man, that's bad.
0: <laughs> wow.
2: But <laughs> on it's,
0: Usually uh, the I'm the one side.
2: that scares people, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, one... but it, did, Mirko, you, you've seen how, how many internet of things, social media, whatever, like cybersecurity hasn't gone away and mm-hmm. it's always been there and it just evolves, right? You, you got to deal with it.
1: And... Exactly, it's to me, like, I mean, we have to learn and to deal that this world is vulnerable, the digital world is vulnerable. Let's say it in, in that way. We have learned it in the real world as well. I mean, nobody of us is just crossing a street normally without watching that a car is arriving. You can do that to the people out there, you can try it people, you can do that, but obviously it's not a good idea. So I think we have learned for the real world that it's vulnerable and we are, currently learning with less and more pain that the digital world is super vulnerable. And we will learn with less and more pain that the metaverse, or whatever we call it, will be super vulnerable as, as, as well. And as long we don't have direct brain to machine interfaces, it's maybe not hurting us in a direct way. But it seems to be that. We are heading into that direction.
2: I, I assume a neural link could be hacked. And that that yeah, and anything kind of worms.
0: Yeah, but I think by the time that we get to that point, we'll have better cybersecurity. I hope. I don't know. <clears throat> you know, this the death thing is very interesting because I'm thinking about it. So people have roughly twelve ten to fifteen thousand words that they use and they have a manner of speaking they have a manner of typing they have a certain way of thinking and that could very easily be mapped into creating a that's person like that your, your is, mannerisms is no longer here and, and there's i'm not sure that's a good idea unless you're mapping a super super genius brain like murko's you know
1: no i'm just thinking about like i mean everybody knows the discussion with their wife and their husband and sometimes it's not very pleasant it would be super comfortable to send your digital twin to that discussion and just have a look on the results maybe the
0: results are not as you expected but (laughs) i mean what if people like the 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 digital um the digital you better than the you
1: <laughs> that's called Tinder, no? no? yeah <laughs> what do you call it super transhumanism? Yeah. Um, oh, I
0: like that
3: <clears throat> What do you mean? Uh, because obviously you will say the same thing, you will think this maybe there is a bit of shyness away, maybe the the screen makes you, you can feel safe behind the the screen. So your digital you is more open. Um, But I think that happens in real life anyway.
0: It's yeah, that's, that's such a good point, Cyril, you know, people like I've seen people driving and they get road rage and they get angry and they'll flip someone off because they're protected by the car. They feel this sense of protection, but if they were, if those same two people were walking down the street and one person kind of bumped into the other, they would never flip them off. They would say, excuse me, sorry, or just go on their way. So I think that's a really important point to, to bring up because that will, I think that will help kind of define some of the personalities that, that people create. And it may be slightly different from their real personality.
2: True. true, but I, I suppose if I'm pessimistic, Um, If you look at the way people behave anonymously on social media and say things they would never say to a person in the real world, and you see that, um, you can now go into multiple virtual open rooms and pick a platform out there, Um, and I can turn on my mic and I have some avatar and my name is, I don't know, Mirko, and and I can walk up to you and say anything I want, and, and can you track me back?
1: no you can't because i have enough money for the super cheat (laughs) and if you piss me
2: (laughs) my my home my home will go dark
1: yeah exactly (laughs) i have to super cheat so no of course i mean there will be new rules
2: they'll have to be and and people will find ways around them and create mischief and and some of that mischief will be really bad but back to human nature right we we haven't learned and since we crawled out of the trees
0: gentlemen.
1: I think this was a good point. So let us summarize. We hopefully have a little bit defined what the metaverse is, and not, and we had a brilliant outlook towards what it can be. And I'm really looking forward to have this conversation in 30 years when we all lying in our water tanks connected with brain. Our, di- our digital twins they have in the country. De- exactly.
0: We don't have to do it. Our digital twins will. Yeah. So by
1: then. <laughs> And I hope as well for the people out there, you enjoyed our conversation. Thanks for watching us. Thanks for the people in the podcast for listening us. It was really a pleasure. Send us comments. Follow us. Follow Kevin, Cyril, Tyler, me maybe. So thank you very much. Thank
2: you. Follow us at hackwork.io.